Hey everyone, we are here, Dave Therrien. New Hope Radio. Hope Club Podcast, because that's, you know, you get the radio now and the podcast later. That's the way it works. We're in a series. We're talking about what does it look like when you live in Christ? You know, you're in Him, He's in you because you're a, a believer in the shed blood of the cross and atone for your sins. You accepted that. You have eternal life with God, forgiveness. Oh, so many good things have happened. So now your life is in Christ. And what do you do? You grow. You grow spiritually. And we've been talking about love really being part of that growth. How God loving us, how we respond back to loving God. Last time we were together, we noted... 25 things that are required by God, found in His Word. If we're going to live in community and we're going to live in love among one another, these 25 things that we talked about need to be a reality. And you can go back and hear them again at the Hope Club Podcast. Simple, right to the point. Oh yeah, they outline the Christian life. They certainly do. So because we're speaking about spiritual growth, the next, the next aspect of our life in Christ, living in Christ, is loving each other through serving. Uh, that's the one that goes against the fabric of the world. It certainly does. See, the fabric of the world is to be served. But in the kingdom of God... It's to do the serving. We'll see how you do with this one. <laughs> now, a contemporary word for loving each other through serving is in the phrase customer service. And that's what we're going to call it today. Customer service. You know, in, in corporations and in businesses, customer service is very important. People are trained some not that well, sadly, some very good in customer service because it's good for the company. So let me give you a definition of customer service. It's the provision of service to customers before, during, and after a purchase, right? And isn't that important? If, if you buy something, maybe before you do, do you go online and look at reviews? And read about the customer service. Read about comments people have made where some have said, oh man, it was wonderful working with this company. They understood me. They listened to me. They helped me. And then others would say, oh, I couldn't get anybody. Nobody answered the phone. I was on hold for an hour. You know, all kinds of horror stories as well. So again, what is customer service? The provision of service to customers before during, and after a purchase. So we're going to take a look at that and use it in speaking about serving one another, okay, in Christ. And I'm going to give you what is called the Ten Commandments of Customer Service, okay? And I, I thought this would be fitting to help us to understand our role as a church. 
and loving others in the world. Because you see, as a church, we have a product. And what is the product? It's the gospel. It's the good news of Christ. And we have customers, people that are far from God. And our intention is to draw those people to our product so they can be blessed and they can be benefited just like we are. We believe in our product. We think it's the best product in creation and we want to share it with others. That's the good news of Christ. Okay. So we're going to take a look at 10 ways to love each other through serving because serving is an aspect of love. Okay. Like we said last time, a big part of love is sacrifice. Well, it's serving also. So let's take a look and have a little entertainment with this as well. Number one, commandment number one, know who is the boss. Who is the boss of this whole corporation? Well, Paul tells us in Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, I'm talking about the boss of the church, okay? Whatever you do, do your work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men, knowing that from the Lord you'll receive the reward of the inheritance. It is the Lord Christ whom you serve. So think about that. We are all in the service of God. God has called you, God has equipped you, and God will reward you. So let's remember that. We're not self-employed. We're all employed by God. We are in the service of God. Peter said, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Okay? So that's where we begin. Know who the boss is. It's the Lord Jesus. We serve Him. All right. Number two, when it comes to loving each other through serving, be a good listener. A good listener not only hears words, but tone. It, it recognizes body language and tries to zone in on the feelings of the individual. Okay, so again, you know if you have a, uh, an issue with a company, you want to be heard. You want to be listened to. You want to give your side of the story. So people far from God, we need to be good listeners to them. Why don't they have faith? Why do they doubt God? Why are they unhappy with life? We need to be good listeners. James said in James one nineteen, everyone must be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger. So hearing comes first. It's so easy to be judgmental and critical of people who don't share the same faith and the practices that we do. But hey, they have a background too. They have a story that's brought them to where they are today. So we as the people of God, we have to be good listeners and listen to their story, and then present something in love and in grace. Point them to the cross, like we talked about last time. So you see that cross? Jesus demonstrated his love for all of us by dying on that cross for us. For those that believe in him would never perish, but have everlasting life. That's good customer service. 
Okay, number three, identify and anticipate needs. Okay, most people, if you think about it, they don't seek out a church because they want to learn Bible truth. I don't think so. I think many people have a felt need that they hope will be met in a church. Maybe some go because, you know what, they're lonely if they're looking for friendship. Some, maybe they're looking for a place that will accept them. Or maybe some are looking for forgiveness or a second chance. They've made a mess of their life, but they know that, hey, I heard God is graceful. Let me go to church. Maybe God will give me a second chance at life. And James talks about this in a way as well. In his epistle in chapter 2, verse 15, he said, If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, oh, be warmed and be filled, and yet do not give them what is necessary for their body, what use is that? And what he's saying is, meet the people in their need. Don't be distant, okay? So this is commandment number three, right? Identify and anticipate their need. Why are they coming to church? And say, you know what? The church can meet many needs of different kinds of people because it's the body of Christ. And the body of Christ is the representation of Jesus on the earth. And Jesus, when he was on the earth, he knew how to meet people right where they were. Oh, yes, he did. He met the leper. He met the blind. He met the poor. He met the widow. He met the hurting. He met the dying. And he identified with them. And that's what we have to do as a church. We have to identify with people, not judge them, not criticize them, not condemn them, but try to understand them, feel what they feel. Jesus told the parable of the Good Samaritan. The priest and the and the Levite, they just left the guy on the side of the road. But the Samaritan came by, and he identified with that man. He said, I can't leave that guy. He's Jewish. I'm a Samaritan, but I don't care. I can't leave that guy for dead. I have to help him. And he helped him. And Jesus said he was the good Samaritan. Okay? So what we do in providing divine customer service is to identify the needs of people and help to meet them. Number four, make them feel important and appreciated. I mean, don't you want to do that when you call a company and, and you want to return something or you replace something and you want to feel like you're, like you're an important customer, even though they already have your money, you want to feel like you still matter and you get all frustrated when they get little, little snappy with you, right? And that happens too. Some customer service people, they're a little snappy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But remember this, all people, are made in the image of God. You know what that means? Everyone has value. So it's not that they don't have value. They do have value, but make them feel that they have value. You know, remember, many people come to church because they're trying to find something that they cannot find in the world. And maybe a big part of that is value. Maybe at work they feel insignificant. Maybe at home, they feel like the black sheep. We have a lot of black sheep of the family, you know, people that just don't seem to measure up to all the siblings. 
So they come to church hoping that things will be different. Paul said in, oh, not Paul, but Moses said, actually, in Genesis 126, speaking for God, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Think about it. We have been, we have been created like God. Okay. Not physically, but intellectually, morally, mentally, creatively. We are like God. We have value. All people have value. That guy over there that's far from God, he's got value. That guy over there that doesn't believe in God, he's got value. And if we give them the right service, there's a good chance that they might come around. The fifth commandment, help them to understand your organization. We want to be careful that we do not let policy replace people. Okay? You know, a church can be so political or have so much policy that people take a back seat. How many people really understand the mission of the church? The church in the world. The church has a mission in the world. Yes, we need policy because it keeps things in order. But we're not in the business of policy. We're in the business of people. We're in the people business. And when Jesus confronted the woman at the well in John 4, he knew she had five husbands and she was living with the sixth guy. But he didn't give her the law. He didn't say, well, you know, honey, thou shalt not keep getting married. You know what he gave her? Hope. He gave her the hope of living water. He said, I can give you something that can satisfy you. Because you've tried all these different marriages and they never satisfied you. I can give you something. I can give you living water. And eventually she understood. Oh, she received that living water and she became alive. She became alive to God. So let's make sure, okay, that our churches are not structured in such a way. It's like just a big fat government like we have in our country because it's not a big fat government. It's an organism. It's an organism of people that are alive and thriving, and looking to share their life with those that have not yet discovered it, but maybe they're looking for it. The sixth commandment of divine customer service. Appreciate the power of yes. What does that mean? Say yes as much as you can. And loving others through serving, when you say yes, that person feels like they're being heard. They feel like they're being valued. They feel like they're being understood. Now, of course, your yes, say it as long as it's reasonable. You know, you don't make false promises, but you're trying to convey to those people or that person that yes, they have a valid system of belief or a valid criticism. They have, they have a valid way of looking at it, and you're going to try to meet them where they are and try to compensate them in such a way. You know, some people feel, you know, and you've heard this before, oh, the church just wants your money. You could say, well, yes, that might look like that sometimes. Or the church is trying to control people. Well, yes, it might look like that sometimes. 
So you're trying to, you identify with their feelings and say, I understand how you feel, but let me show you a different way. And let me show you how the money that the church collects, it goes into all kinds of charitable work and it feeds people and helps people and does amazing things. And and the control, it's not really control, but it's more about keeping people on the road that leads to life so they don't get on that road that leads to destruction. So first you hear them out and then you present to them the way of God. So, you know, that's, that's what, that's what it means to value people, to listen to people, to understand them, to hear them. And I'm talking about those far from God. Those that are, hey, maybe, maybe they're in the market for the gospel, but they're not there yet. The seventh commandment, know how to apologize when something goes wrong. Now, this can be very challenging, because not, but yet, yeah, none of us are perfect. So here is what you can do. You deal with the problem immediately. That's good customer service. You make it safe for people to complain. Again, hear them out. You don't want to be on the phone with a company and you're trying to explain your complaint and they keep cutting you off. That just irritates you. And so it is with another person. Make it feel safe. Let them express themselves. Let them unload. Value their complaints. Say, yes, I understand how you feel. Because, you know, there's a biblical foundation for this. Colossians 3.13. Bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. So, you see, there's a lot of listening And there's a lot of forgiving that goes on. This is what makes the body of Christ so appealing. And very contrary from the world. The world is not like this. But sometimes the world can even make a a better presentation than the church. And we have to be so careful of that. Man, ever be so careful. Okay, number eight. Give more than expected. Give back more. Imagine if you called a company and, and you got something that you ordered online and it came back and it was, wasn't what you wanted. It was broken. Imagine if the company said, I'm so sorry for your inconvenience. We're going to send you two of them. How would you feel? Really? Oh, that's nice. That's a good company. I'm going to do business with you again. Well, when you, when you can give someone something that someone else can't give, you're beginning to win them. So that's what you ask yourself. What can I give them that the world cannot give? This is why we go above and beyond. Remember in the beginning, commandment number one, it's the Lord God we serve. Whatever you do, do you work heartily as for the Lord rather than for men? So what do we do? We go above and beyond. Jesus said to people that were oppressed by the Romans, you know what he said in Matthew 5.40? If anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, let him have your coat too. Whoever forces you to go with one mile, go one mile with them, go two. See, the Romans had a law. They could compel someone to carry their shield for a mile. But after that, they had to let them go. Jesus is saying, you know what? Go the extra mile. 
Go another mile. Do more than expected. And I think that's something that will really make the church shine in this world of darkness. When we can do more than is expected. Go above and beyond. That should be the motto of the church. We're going to go above and beyond. We always do more than what was what was expected as Jesus did for us. Number nine, the ninth commandment for divine customer service. Be open to feedback. Encourage and welcome suggestions. People say, you know what? What if you do it this way instead? Say, oh, okay. That makes sense. And I'll give you an example. In Acts chapter 6, the Greek widows were complaining that they were being overlooked against the Hebrew widows concerning the distribution of food. So they they came to the apostles. They're like, you know, all the Hebrew widows, they're all getting their food stamps. And by the time they get to us, there's hardly anything left. And they were very dissatisfied. So you know what the apostles did? They listened to them. They heard their complaint, and they acted on it. They said, okay, we didn't realize there was a problem, but you know what? We're going to fix it right now. And they called for the church to appoint deacons. And the deacons would tend to the needs of the widows. You see, it wasn't like, hey, listen, we're apostles. We don't want to hear from you. We got too much to do. Take your problem somewhere else. No. They came down off their high horse, and they listened, and they came up with a solution. Why? Because that's godly. It's godly when you listen to people's complaints, and you come up with a solution. And here's number 10. Treat others well, especially believers. We need to treat each other very well. There shouldn't be division in the body of Christ because we're all on the same team. We're all in the ministry of customer service. Remember that. We're all on the same team. We're all in the employment of the same God. We serve together. We pray together. We reap together, weep together. We rejoice together. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12, 20, But now there are many members, that's us, but one body, right? A lot of members to the body, but it's one body, one body of Christ. So think of a company or think of a ball team where the members don't get along. They're not going to have much chance of success. If there's strife in the locker room, there's going to be strife on the field, okay? But where there's camaraderie, When they get out on the field, they're going to have each other's backs. And so it is with a corporation. You know, if a corporation doesn't have unity, people are not going to be loyal. They're going to be corrupt. They're going to compromise. They're going to steal. But when it's one and they realize, hey, we're a team. We're all going in the same direction. Everybody wins. And so it is with the church. Sometimes we're forgetful. We are all on the same team. We're not all different teams. It's one team, one coach, Jesus Christ. And we all have a position to play on this team. So let me give you an action point. Loving others is an action. 
It's an action that takes me out of my life into someone else's life. And this is what I do because I'm in the service of God. I'm in the service of God. That's the key. See, we're not in the service of self. I know there are some they think they are. They think they're in the service of self. We are not. We are in the service of God. He's the boss. He's the boss of the corporation. He's the boss of the team. We are the customer service agents. And our job is to minister to the public, to be available, to hear them, to to give them good news, to value them. To, to show them that we have a good product and this product can change their destiny, give them eternal life. We have the best product in all the world, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we can't lose sight. We cannot lose sight of that. I think something like this, the simple corny little message, it's not that simple. You might think it's corny. That's okay. But I think it's got some, it's got some valid points to it. It might, it just helps us to identify who we are as followers of Christ. See, we're in Christ. Christ is in us. What does that look like? Well, what I've been speaking about the last few days, that's what it looks like. It looks like being loved by God and then loving God by loving people. got one more to go next time. Loving God through reaching out. Reaching out to them. Reaching out to people. Isn't that the heart of God? You're not kidding. That is the Great Commission. God's heart. The last thing Jesus said. you got to reach out to people. You want to love God? We'll talk about that next time. Hey, I don't know. I... Get a notebook, go back, get the whole club podcast, write down these 10 commandments of divine customer service, and let it be instruction for reaching out to people that are far from God, valuing people, because they're they're so lost. They need the church. They need Christ in their life, and they're going to find it through you. Be faithful to loving God by loving people. We'll see you next time.